0: Welcome to Visceral Reflections. This is Tom. Happy New Year, Merry Christmas, Happy Thanksgiving, Happy Birthday, and everything in between. It's been a while since we spoke, uh, roughly 92 days, roughly. And, well, (laughs) where do I begin? Geez. Well, before we get into it, uh, why don't we pray And then I will tell you about the last 90 days and then what's coming up for this year. Father God, thank you for today. Thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you for walking with us through good times and bad. Thank you for taking us up the mountaintop. Thank you for being with us in the valley of the shadow of death. Lord, thank you for being with us in the wilderness and the desert. Thank you that you're ever present, Lord. Your word says that you are always watching, always with us. May we each learn to live life that way in your presence. May we learn to invite you into big things and small things. May we be people who grow in faithfulness and that by the power of your spirit, we can learn what it means to walk with you faithfully. Lord, tonight... I ask that you would just bless this time. I ask that you would prepare the hearts of anyone who's gonna listen. And Lord, tonight is a, not a typical show, So, but if, if you got a message to share, please bring scripture to mind. Lord, help me to be sensitive to your spiritual eating in this. We ask all this in the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. (laughs) Well, it's 2024, and I don't even know where to start. Okay, I have been seeking to produce content since October, since we last spoke and I have hit a wall that I feel like I've gotten through and it was a puzzling time. There was a lot of things going on in life still are. However, um, it was a little unusual because, um, I've come to identify with, you know, speaking to my spiritual director and some of my trusted advisors at Moody Seminary and some other trusted advisors at the C.S. Lewis Institute. And the conclusion is it's just been some intense spiritual warfare that I haven't experienced before and I have really struggled to put two thoughts together in regards to biblical truth, in regards to spiritual insight. Um, that, that's all I can say. Um, it was maybe it was just a time to be quiet. And, uh, you know, the odd thing about it is that things that were not related to spiritual matters seem to flow naturally. Um in business and personal life. Um, you know, I, I think I had to um kind of deconstruct and negotiate some of the hardest contracts in my career in the last ninety days and yet had complete clarity of thought in those. Um one of my trusted sources suggested that perhaps this was God wanted me to take some time to focus on, on my personal life. Um, and a lot of things unfolding there. Um, whatever the case, I decided tonight is really going to be late. Um, it's going to be short, I think. (laughs) I know I shouldn't say that because every time I do, you know, we're sitting here for three hours. Um, but tonight what I want to do is just talk about, um, what what's coming up this year and you know i've just gotten um you know i just moved and changed my residence um and that was a long process and that is something that i still haven't i'm not i'm not unpacked frankly i'm not sure if i should unpack (laughs) um for reasons i'll spare you um, uh, but at, at any rate, um, I, um, feel like I have some clarity of thought. I feel like I'm coming through this, this time. So if, um, you're familiar with the website, foundationalknowledge.org, you know, on our podcast page, we have listed, you know the, some upcoming episodes. Um, so well this is number 47, (laughs) uh, identity origins will have to be pushed back. So everything that's on that list, I still intend to do, and I'm going to pick that up soon. Um, but I, I did want to just talk a little bit about some things that are unfolding. Um, you know, if you follow the, the, the website, um, you know, there hasn't been any new content there either. So it has been really a dry spell, a desert experience, a period of darkness, uh, I don't know, whatever you want to call it. Um, But I have gotten back to writing. I'm working on an article right now called Should Christians Keep the Sabbath? And that topic has come up a few times. And so I am going to um put that forth and one of the things you know you know spoiler alert in a sense you know the the short answer is yes and no and i'll explain why in the article but in in short i would say that we come down to look in at obligation versus invitation and I know the Jewish community that those in that community who, who do observe the Sabbath, they do it out of obligation. They are still in bondage to the law. Uh, they're trying to be saved by their works. Um, you know, as Paul wrote to the Romans, that not everybody who claims to be of Abraham, our children of Abraham, are Uh, children of inheritance so um however we do know that the lord jesus declared himself lord of the sabbath and um you know so we have as christians we have an invitation that we see in matthew the end of matthew 11 to come to the lord and to be able to um rest and it's something we need to be diligent about. Seek in our rest. Hebrews four says that we must be diligent to enter this rest. Um, and we know, um, you know, following the end of Matthew eleven, that the Lord Jesus, in Matthew twelve, in conversation with the Jews, had declared Himself to be Lord of the Sabbath, and and so we look at like. Matthew 12 and Mark 2 and, and, um, uh, in other places that we, we see that the Lord is not only claiming himself to be Lord of the Sabbath, he's also, and the Jews would have understood, the Pharisees would have understood this, that he was identifying himself as the Lord of creation in Genesis 2. That he is the one that actually said, you know, let's uh, keep the Sabbath, and, and you know, uh, Moses tells again in Exodus, um, keep the Sabbath and, and keep it holy. Um, so Jesus is uh, claiming his deity there. So, anyways, going to get into some of that because, you know, like the Jews will keep the Sabbath from from dust Friday to dust Saturday. Uh, but as as believers as Christians you know we can come to the Lord anytime we can Sabbath daily and we can have our time of rest um, us, my my friends at unhurriedliving.org um, they advocate for a five-minute retreat or a 15-minute retreat a 20-minute retreat and that can be Sabbath time and I've actually gotten to practice that in business where I do you know, <laughs> takes you know take time to bow out of my day, to get time with the Lord and get refreshed and to get some rest and to get some energy, and I think that's something that we can practice. Um, at any rate, I'm working on that article. I want to get it out soon. Um, also, there is a new study Bible out. You may not may not have heard about it. I haven't got mine yet, but I'm going to review it. It's um, the Jewish Study Bible, I believe, is the the exact name. But, anyways, looking forward to it. The folks who recommended it um, uh, in the advertisement are folks that I that I trust, and it's an opportunity. You know, as believers, we understand that the entire Bible and the Old Testament points to Jesus, and um, um, so I'm looking forward to to this study Bible to understand. You know to see christ in the old testament more clearly you know something we study in seminary but i think it's something that every christian uh should be aware of as we as we go through scripture but as in terms of just the website and writings i came to realize that there are currently 237 articles that are either unpublished or or in draft form um on the site so i am going to be intentional this year to get some of these completed um if you read the series on biblical thinking and there's six parts published (laughs) parts 7 through 13 um are unpublished and i'm gonna be intentional to get those out this year um another article that will go with the podcast on identity and origins uh will come out this year um an article that i'm working on the love of god is coming out the working title is when runs deep um the holy lonesome echo that's more of a stream of consciousness it's a little dark i don't know if i'm going to publish that that might just be for my inner circle um we'll We'll figure that out. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna pre- do a gospel presentation for Easter and probably do it again for Christmas, probably do it forever or do it several times. I said forever. Uh, one of the articles is our invitation to forever um, on the gospel. So gonna get that out. The God honor Marriage part three is never published this is from 2021 and i'm going to review that to get it out there um you know the the most listened to article on the podcast um the last three years well three years really two years no i don't know however long two two, two years and some change um was on um courting and dating and um, so I'm going to, um, pick up some of those topics again and talking about the importance of friendship and marriage. Um, you know, this is something I've always believed in because the truth is, you know, like C.S. Lewis wrote in Mere Christianity that, <laughs> you know, you can't go on being in love. It's exhausting. It's like the pursuit of happiness is exhausting. And, um... So you can like the person even if you don't love them. Um, and then the Lord will tra- transform your love to a deeper affection, a different type of affection. And so I'm a big believer in friendship, in marriage as a foundation. And, um, and growing that way. So I'm going to uh, publish more of those and probably podcast on that topic as well. Um, and then... Um, Um, there's three more articles on Waiting on God that took him out. Um, (laughs) um, some, uh, four more articles on our heart and apologetics. And there's a lot of work to be done there. That's from a sermon I preached a few years ago that I started breaking out into, um, blog posts. And um, I'm going to get the rest of those out. That was one of my favorite uh, times speaking. And um, I'd love to do more of that. But, you know, we're going to finish up that series of articles talking about discernment and understanding the power of the word of God and understanding how we step in and out of the faith journey of other folks how we uh, are intentional to not practice sloppy agape so all those things are on there anyways um i'm gonna really be intentional to get through and get some of this stuff published um you know, on upcoming podcasts for the year, we're going to, we are going to revisit the, um, not revisit, but we are going to get the spiritual warfare stuff out. Um, I'm going to do that. I want to talk a lot this year about discipleship. Those of you who follow the show know that last summer, um, I was doing the conform to his image, um, midweek class. And then my intention was to podcast on those. And, um, um, I don't know. I think I only got two or three done out of uh, 12. So I'm going to try and be a little bit more consistent with that. And I have an update on that upcoming class as well. I'll tell you about in a minute. Um, I'm thinking about taking the articles, the blog posts on the God Our Marriage and making those podcasts because... Those have uh, become some rich conversations, and um, I think there's a lot to add to those. I think, um, yeah. So we'll 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 get to those in regards to, um, uh, discipleship and marriage and sanctification and marriage, but also some practical things like child rearing and finances and stewardship and intimacy. So, so I'm I'm gonna, um, I'm looking to get that out. Uh, part three of the fruit of the spirit is also in the queue for this year and, um, looking to uh, complete that. I think there's a part four there too. So, um, but these are some of the things planned for this year um, in discipleship. I want to talk about things like, you know, we, we tend to. We tend to kind of be somewhat academic when we talk about discipleship. And what I want to do is I want to see if I can capture the spirit of discipleship and understanding how does that look in real life? You know, in um, the Exodus is 34, 34, or 35, somewhere in there. Moses is coming down the mountain, uh, Mount Sinai. He's bringing the, uh, the Ten Commandments with him. And he had just spent time with God and his face was glowing. And I always think about that. Uh, do people know from my life? from my disposition, from my attitude, from my kindness, from my words, from my actions that I've been with Jesus. And I really want to dive into that. Luke 640 says that um, when a student is fully trained, he will be like his teacher. And we know, you know, the word disciple means student. And we know that uh, from Romans 8.29 and Galatians 4.19, that we are being formed in Christ, that we are told in the epistles to put on Christ, to put on love, to have the same attitude, Philippians 2.5, the same attitude that was in Christ. Um, so all these things should flow from good discipleship. It's not about just knowing doctrine and knowing theology, and being able to quote scripture, those things are important. I mean, scripture is alive. Scripture will transform you if you're not afraid to read it, if you're not too busy to read it, if you get your priorities in order, if you're living a rightly ordered loves. If you make it a priority to read scripture daily, if you're intentional about growing your faith, if you're intentional about walking with God, if you're intentional about living in His presence, if you're intentional. What else? I hate when I get on a rant and then I get stuck. Be intentional to be Christian in whatever context you find yourself in. So that's where I want to really focus on discipleship. Now, you know, you guys know that I'm affiliated with the C.S. Lewis Institute. And... We are, we just started taking applications for the coming class for the next uh, year of commission fellows or uh, conditional fellows. Hopefully you complete the year and can be commissioned, but that is a life changing program. And I strongly encourage you, um, to submit an application, preferably consider it, but at least go through the process, you know, and. Go through the application process and really understand before you say no with, that, with little information, people are coming to mind right now, people I know in, the, in Chicago, um, you know, lots of folks here in Chicago that I know that should be taking that program. I can think, right now I'm thinking about folks that live in Wheaton, folks that live in Naperville, folks that live in Aurora, folks that live in Oak Brook, folks that live in Bolingbrook. Um, Plainfield, West Chicago, if you're heard your city, I'm probably thinking about you, (laughs) but it's just such a tremendous program. And I got to tell you full confession. I don't know if I've said this on here before. When I first looked at the, the curriculum for the CS Lewis Institute fellows program, I remember I told the director. Well, this looks good, you know, but sort of, sort of elementary. I could probably teach this. Um, I was wrong. <laughs> it transformed my life, and um, I was looking at it purely from the perspective of having a lot of Bible knowledge and having read a lot of theology books. And I saw a bunch of books on the list that I'd already read, but to go through the program, to practice the disciplines, to have accountability, to have a mentor, um, to have lectures from, you know, a tremendous scholars and to, to all of these things that are just, um, they're so rich. And I just strongly encourage you to pursue that. If you want more information, email me info at foundationalknowledge.org and I will get you the information. I can um, talk to you about what the application process is. I can talk to you about the time commitment. I can talk to you about what you'll need to read and write. Um, but, you know, one of the things we do there is we do a spiritual health check. And I think every Christian should do a spiritual health check every year. See where you're at. See if you're okay. It's a little scary because we all think we're kind of okay, but we're not. And when the Holy Spirit shines a light on the dark corners of your heart and you see things you've been hiding, you see things you've been afraid of, you see things that you want to keep from God, you have your, what, your whatever it's a secret desire or a secret sin, whatever it is that's causing you to break fellowship with God, that's preventing you from going deeper, that's preventing you from overcoming fear and anxiety or habitual sin. Those are things that as believers, you know, Galatians 5.1, we've been set free and it's for freedom that Christ set us free, meaning that this is where the truth of God transforms our lives and allows us to walk through this world and not be shaken to overcome to grow in holiness to be sanctified you know it's like, and, you, and you look back and you're like you know I, I haven't uh, man I haven't used profanity in six months you know I haven't looked at porn in a year I haven't lusted after you know my neighbor in you know several months you know you start to see you start to recognize that you're growing up and you're starting to realize that you know the struggle we talk that's written about in romans 7 the conflict between the flesh and the spirit and you start saying hey i'm getting victory here god is faithful and he's faithful even when i'm faithless So I just want you to think about that. I, it's a tremendous opportunity. I know some folks who gone through the interview process, and they were admitted. Um, it's a and it's a zero cost program. All you you really the cost is your time, your commitment to grow your faith, and you're going to need to buy some books. And if I have the books, I'll give them to you. I, I probably actually I probably have them all. Um, But seriously consider this. You know, it's funny. I did not. This was not on my agenda when I started recording uh, tonight. But now that I'm thinking about it, you know, the Lord is bringing this to mind for a reason. And I really, 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 really encourage you to do this. If you've never been formally discipled. Uh, and frankly, if you grew up evangelical in America, you probably haven't been discipled. Um, uh, you know, that's just a reality. You know, it's not a dig. It's unfortunately the the church has not made this a priority. Um, I would just encourage you to do it. Okay. <laughs> um, next topic... Um, I talked about upcoming podcasts. We are still going to do part six of an Indian origin. That'll be the final one of that series. That's going to focus on false identities that come out of the world. Um, a lot of them come out of the worldview of evolution. I'm going to talk about why evolution is nonsense and why we should reject it. Um, I'm going to do the spiritual warfare episode. I'm going to continue to do some of the conform to his image um, shows, and I'm going to do those in parallel with the upcoming class. I'm going to talk about shortly. And then you may have seen on there that, um, children's Bible hour. I bought a children's Bible for a friend of mine for her daughter. And when I received it, I went through it and I'm like, this is really cool. So I bought myself one. And so I thought it'd be fun to read that Bible, um, and go through. Uh, it's an abridged version, because, you know, it's for children. Um, and, um, but kind of go through it, and um, so that, you know, if you have, t- you have little ones at home, you can let them listen to the show, and we'll do a children's Bible hour this year. So I haven't figured out how many episodes that is, but it's the whole Bible. But I do know, like, the first episode is already recorded. Um, I did it last summer for Genesis 1 through 11, <laughs> so... And it's not even quite an hour. So anyways, that's what's coming up on uh, the podcast. In addition to discipleship and anything else that comes up this year, I'm going to try and um, do. Now, I may do an, an episode or two on faith in the marketplace or faith in business. Um, I have an interview coming up. The Lewis Institute asked me if I would uh, give an interview on the topic of faith in the marketplace and so i did a prep call this past week um just to get acquainted and figure out if this is something we both parties agreed on and i'm excited about it so i'll let you know when i record it in a few weeks and where to find it um, but i have a lot of thoughts on faith in business when i say wherever you are be christian I say that because the Lord pressed down on me to show me, um, how I had compartmentalized my faith in my former life and how that had a detrimental effect on every aspect of my life. And so I want to share that with you, um, because there's a lot, a lot of moving parts to that story. And I'm going to talk about how blessings can become idols how you can look christian and be far from god how you can you know throw many at things to fix them and when your heart is still corrupt and dark um first corinthians 10 31 do all to the glory of god well that that includes your workplace and then that, that not only includes working well and honoring god with your work that's important but It's also important to realize, you know, in business, we're connecting with people, people who have a story, people who need the Lord, people who need salvation, people who need hope, people who might be drowning in despair. We never know what battles people have in the workplace. You know, and sometimes they'll call in sick because it's too much. But a lot of times people bring that to work and they keep it quiet and they keep it hidden. And the Lord has given me many opportunities to just, you know, prompt me to ask the question. And it's happened so many times where I'm like, Hey, are you okay? We don't need to meet right now. If you got something else going on that little thing. Yeah, I'm fine really man i don't know how many times i've you know encountered tears in work meetings with clients with partners with employees and it's just good as believers you know we the scriptures we are vessels of mercy we carry the hope of glory and we have an opportunity to pour into folks and lord is going to bring us conversations where we can do that gospel conversations in the workplace and I know HR is really uptight about stuff like that, but you know what? God's bigger than HR, and sometimes you just have to to do it, um, you know. And I can I can give you many examples of how we might honor God in those places, and they've turned into rich relationships. So, you know, I have I have clients because of things like that that will follow me wherever I go. If I change companies or if I start another company or whatever. So I just want you to be aware of that because you have the power of the gospel. You have the Holy Spirit. You have the word of God. You have your testimony. And be mindful of what's around you. Don't do it at the expense of working well and honoring your your vocation, but there's still a way to do it and balance it. I'm going to talk about that more I'm, now that I'm now that I'm on this little rant, I think I'm going to put that on the calendar. Um, the last thing I'm going to mention and the Conform to his image class um, was considering doing it in person and online, but after you know, several meetings, what we are going to do, we are going to start it again in February, towards the end of February. And it's going to be in person here in Chicago. So we're going to do it in Wheaton. So if you're in the western suburbs, I strongly encourage you to participate. Um, I'll have more information before we get started, maybe in a week or two. I'm going to go tomorrow to the place we're going to do it at and get us filled for the space and how many people we can have there. But I'm really excited about it. Um, We're going to go through the 12 facets. And one thing different that we're going to do this time, we're going to break it into phases. And each phase will be four or five weeks. Um, And the reason we're going to do it that way is because After going through all the content, we really squeezed a ton into 12 weeks last summer. And so what I want to do is spread it out um, with some weeks off in there. And it'll probably be um, about 18 weeks total. And the other thing is people will be able to drop in and out. So you may miss phase one or you may do phase one. And then bow out of phase two and come back for phase three because, you know, your kids have soccer or, you know, you have too much work travel um, or whatever it might be. Um, Just something to think about. Um, It's just a tremendous program. It'll help your faith. It'll help you um, grow your relationship with God. It'll help you grow your relationship with people. It'll help you understand some of your sin issues. It'll help you grow in holiness. It'll help you become a better worshiper. Um, You know, John 4, 23 and 24 is still a key verse for believers that the Lord is seeking those who worship in spirit and truth. And the Lord Jesus calls them true worshipers, not fake worshipers. So all of that, uh, it's tremendous, um, tremendous work. And I'm excited to present it. And I'm prepping for it right now. So I would strongly encourage you to um, to make time for that. It's going to be on Thursday evenings in Wheaton, in the western suburbs of Chicago. And I'm probably, I don't know what time we're going to start it, 6.30 or 7 most likely to give people a chance to get there after work and after school. So I just want to... Get that on your radar. I know I'm giving you a lot of things to get on your radar. So get to the class that I'm teaching. Apply for the fellows program and and then check back for the next episode on, um, on the podcast that's coming up and then look for the writings. Um, anyways, a lot going on. Oh, and by the way, speaking of the website, I'm working with a new developer that I'm pretty excited about that's going to do some of the things I talked about last year. Um, You know, the previous person was just a little overextended um, with work they had in and um, you know, we just did not get anything done on the redesign of the website. So anyways, working with someone new here in Chicago and I hope to start to see some of those changes soon. We have some ideas for I told you some rich multimedia, some restructuring of the pages, adding content, adding external links, adding video, a lot of stuff. So anyways, those are the things that are unfolding. And I, I just, I really, appreciate anyone who, who is, um, hearing this, I know that I had several folks, um, asked me um either at moody or at the institute or even at church and they asked me hey are you going to podcast anymore and i'm like really you listen cool <laughs> so that was kind of fun but um you know you never know who's listening but i'm really hopeful that that this will be a fruitful year and there'll be some next level stuff in ministry and you know Our greatest privilege as Christians is to carry the gospel to the world, the great commission that we can invite people into the kingdom of God, you know, that we can show people, you know, not only how to, you know, yeah, it's good if they have a good life, but then we can show them how to have a good eternity as well. And the truth is, you know, kingdom living starts now. And when you get to know the Lord and you get to understand that joy and you get to understand that peace you can walk through this world in a, in a humble but profound and confident way with confidence in God instead of on yourself, with casting your cares on Him and not having to carry the weight of the world. To look at the shortcomings in your life and know that the sovereign hand of God is over-orchestrating your life. And that good is going to come from it and God doesn't break his promises. So we ha- we have a lot of good stuff to tell. And, you know, we should be bold in inviting people into, into the kingdom, into seeking gospel conversations, into asking the Lord to bring those daily, into not being so busy. Leave margin in your life so that you can get out and do stuff and volunteer or help somebody or, you know have some white space in your calendar. You know, if you get into the Fellows Program, the, the very first month is going to be on creating margin. It's, um, you know, f- for lack of a better term, time management. Um, that's a little too, has a little bit uh, too much cultural minutiae for me. But, um, you know, everyone has 24 hours in the day. And we want to use them to honor God. And sometimes we have to plan for the unplanned. We have to be ready to step in when life happens or when life happens to other people. Which reminds me, I'm going to pray. Uh, When we close here, I'm going to also pray for a family. I got a call yesterday from a dear friend and she was in tears. Um just some bad news for um, some very close friends. So I'm gonna uh, pray about that and I invite you to not only pray for this young family but also to remember to pray daily in the coming months. Um, This one young mom uh, found out she has cancer and only has a few months to live. Her her husband, uh, they're both younger folks in their early 30s and have two taller kids and um, so we just want to be in prayer for them and I just pray that you would make a note of that and and pray join the you know the hundred or so people that we sought out prayer for or asked to pray this morning so that's it for now I, for anyone who's still with me, I guess the numbers will speak. We shall see. Um, by the way, let me just say this real quick. I'm greatly encouraged to see both the website and the podcast analytics for 2023. That um, people are still continuing to, to engage both platforms and read content and listen and... Uh, I'm just just so thankful, and I I just always ask the Lord to use anything that that He gives me to put out there. And I was just greatly encouraged to see the numbers uh, a couple weeks ago. And, um, you know, at least on the website, January is already off to a great start um, with visitors and new visitors and um, content being um, read and everything. So... Um, best january so far in 13 years that the website's been up so okay that's enough about that why don't we pray and then we'll come to a close here and then we will re-engage in the next week or two Father God, thank you for today. Thank you for your word and your spirit, Lord. Thank you for the gift of hope. Thank you for the gift of prayer. Thank you for the gift of faith. Thank you for your grace and mercy. Thank you that you have loved us with an everlasting love. And because of that, we can face the day because of that we can face tomorrow. Lord right now I want to lift up Kristen and Rob to you and just ask for your healing hand over their life. Lord, we ask for divine healing. We ask that their kids don't need to grow up without their mother. Lord, we know life is fragile. We know you have purpose and Lord, we, we just ask that your purpose here would be to, to grow faith and to put your glory on display with a miraculous healing. Lord, together, we just lift these folks up to you. We ask you to bless her friends. We pray for a spirit of hope and courage. I pray that their life would be filled with people who provide them with words of encouragement. Lord, I pray they'd be surrounded with people who know you, that their faith would grow stronger. And during this time, they would just look to you, Lord. I pray that you would draw them. Your word says that You, that you draw us and you draw our attention to you. And I pray that you draw their attention to you right now in this dark time. Lord, I just pray for everyone listening that you would um, bring this family to mind often in the coming days and weeks. And that would be a, a cue for us to pray. Lord, we thank you for everything that you're doing. Again, I pray for the hearts who are going to hear this, that there be some encouragement and some laughter. I just ask that you will continue to bless this content and that it would reach the hearts worldwide that you that need to hear these things, Lord, even if it's just one person. Lord, I pray that in the coming season, that we could learn to walk better with you, to honor you in all that we do. I pray that we learn to trust you. I pray that we learn to stand for you. I pray that we would grow in humility. I pray that we'd be able to set aside the things that weigh us down Lord, we thank you that you stand to make intercession for us. Your word says that in Hebrews 7.25. Such a blessing, such a source of encouragement, especially when we fall short. Lord, please keep us aligned with your will. Convict our hearts of things you want to change, fulfilled the joy in our hearts that we would sing with praise to you. Lord, we thank you for many blessings. We ask all these things in the name of the Lord Jesus. And collectively we say amen. Thanks, everybody. Look forward to talking to you again soon.
1: tested like a covenant of old. Your love is enduring through the wintering and beyond the horizon, with mercy for today. Faithful you have been, and faithful you will be, you pledge yourself to me.